This is season two, episode two of the Going to Be on the Food Pro series. And today I'm going to take you behind the scene of my business and share the 13 things I wish I knew before I started my non-diet business. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show Pro Edition. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method, a global coaching and online training approach focused on helping women make peace with food and their bodies so they can live a fulfilling life right now. This special podcast series is designed for the health pro wanting to integrate the non-diet approach in their practice. So if you're a nutritionist, a health coach, a dietitian, a doctor, a therapist, or a fitness pro, this special podcast series is specially designed for you. Ready, sister? Let's do this. And welcome back, my dear sister colleague, Stephanie here, and thank you so much for your amazing comments on the first episode. And if you haven't yet left your comment, I strongly encourage you to leave us a review on your podcast app. Now, this episode today is going to be a casual episode. It's going to be me talking to you as a friend. I'm going to share with you the behind the scene information about me and my business, things that I've never shared with anyone, well, anyone in the context of business, and, and I'm excited to share. I was writing them and I was getting excited to record this episode. This is the stuff that I wish someone would have told me before, like six years ago. And this is a conversation that I think we need to have as a group of non-diet practitioner, because that will allow us to be successful in our business. And we need to be successful in our business. So if you're having shameful thoughts right now, as I'm saying this to you, need to do some mindset work, girl. <laughs> Remember, the non-diet approach to help for women is a grassroots movement. We are facing a $67 billion industry that is called the weight loss industry. And I'm not even including the beauty industry in that. And that industry is not going to shut itself down. We need to build that movement. We need to help women. We need to empower women. And the only way for us to do that is to be successful in our business. And that's why you can feel so much passion in my voice. I need you to be successful because that's the only way we're going to take down diet culture. I keep saying that to my student in our mentorship program every week, I need you to be successful. And even if you're not in my mentorship program, I need you listening right now to be successful in your business because that's the only way when it kicked diet culture to the curb. So it's going to be a busy show. And you, you can already feel the, the passion in my voice. So you ready to do this? Let's dive into the 13 things I wish I knew before I started my non-diet business. Now, let's take a step back. In case you're brand new here, I have been in business for, well, since I'm 23 years old. I've been running businesses, leading people in businesses, coaching businesses in all kinds of format. But the last 10 years, after my own health story that happened 10 years ago, I left 
my first career in a corporate world, running businesses for other people. And I opened and created my own business 10 years ago. And that first business was a nutrition clinic in Toronto, Canada, like a on the ground, not virtual office, patients, back to back, full day of patient, you know, the traditional model of a health clinic. I did that very successfully for three years. And in that last year of running that clinic, I was going through my own story with food and uh, binging and finding intuitive eating and health at every size and going through my own process so that I could no longer ditch out the traditional model of nutrition to my patients and clients. I could not give them meal plan anymore. It was it was hurting my own integrity as a person and as a practitioner because I knew I was causing more harm than helping them and healing them in any way, shape, or form. So I closed down that business. I sold everything. I moved and opened created, founded the Beyond the Food Method online. And here we are today, right? I'm the host of this podcast. I have the Going to Beyond the Food Method with the Conquer and Thrive program now that is the collective of all my program. And I help other health practitioner either transition their business to the non-diet model or when they graduate, put their business together and go out in the market. So I wanted to give that as a perspective. Now, what I'm going to share with you today is very specific to the non-diet business, that second business that I opened and that you're living through right now if you're listening to this podcast. These are going to be related to that. The first question I always get when I talk professionally with other women who do uh, help healing or health advice other women is how the heck do you make money as a non-diet coach, right? People who have not, if, if you're listening to that and you're wondering that, that's totally okay. That tells me something. That tells me that you have not yet gone through personally the transition of leaving diet culture, healthism behind. And when you do, and you heal yourself from diet culture, you will quote, get it. You will understand what a non-diet health practitioner does if they don't ditch out a meal plan health advice and lists of food and supplement and detoxes and protocol. I couldn't even imagine it six years ago, me neither, because I I didn't understand the non-diet approach. So if that's you, the first place I want you to go back is the first episode of this season, the non-diet approach anatomy. Listen to that and perhaps listen to season one completely and then come back here. If you are already gone through your own healing journey from that culture, you are in the process of becoming an intuitive eater and, and body image coach, perhaps whatever you're doing in your own practice, 
you get it, right? You know what services we offer. So in that context, you understand how we're coaching women. We're still having a one-on-one relationship or group format type of relationship with clients, but instead of coaching them on good food and bad food, we coach them on reconnecting with their eating cues and making peace with their body image and their mindset and all that non-diet stuff. That's what we're going to talk like. How do we make money doing this? These are the tips for you today. Here's the first one. It's about helping people, not turning a profit. Now, I just started my show by saying, yeah, you have to be successful in your business. Yes, profit is important and profit will come and it will come naturally as you help others and live your life in your zone of genius. But if your only focus is to make money, this is where you're not going to be successful. And that, I don't coach people who have this mindset that they're coming to the non-diet world just to make money. Like my program have an application process. We're very tightly regulated of who we take on. But I know this will become an issue as intuitive eating grow, right? And the younger generation are awakening to the fact that diet doesn't work, that all bodies are acceptable, and that diet culture dies in the next 20 years. There will be people being solely coming to the non-diet world as a way of making a profit, and their business are not going to be successful in the long term. Our first focus is about helping people and that by making that our focus and our number one priority, profit will come. Two, you can make a great living as an anti-diet health coach, contrary to what other people will tell you. And the other people are people that are still stuck in diet culture because they don't get it. I'm going to tell you a very short story here, but I've been part of masterminds and uh, being high. I hired a ton of business coaches of all kinds, business strategists, business coaches and mastermind. And I made the mistake of hiring those people that were coming from the world of diet culture. And the only way to make a business work in their head was to sell diet plans and supplements and protocols and having a fear-based approach to marketing. And they could not comprehend how I was going to make money in my business. I can tell you right now today where I stand, I make a very good living being an anti-diet coach because I have changed the way that I market my business. I have changed the form of the program to no longer fit the diet culture model, but instead the non-diet model. And when you do help people back to point number one, you can be very successful. Number three, it's actually something that I pulled out of my corporate days. The six P's. This is something I created myself. I didn't take that anywhere. If, if anybody listened for my corporate days, they'll recognize that. It was known across the company. Six Ps. Proper planning prevent piss poor performance. Let me repeat that slowly. Proper planning prevent piss poor performance. You need to be strategic about your business and organize yourself. 
If you ask me, what is the one thing, Stephanie, that makes you different than other non-diet business or non-diet coach is that my strategic approach. That's why people come and consult with me because I'm very strategic in my approach to my business. Be strategic in your own business. Fourth learning that I had over the last six years. I had to learn how to coach people. Even after three years in traditional clinic formats of nutrition, I did not know how to coach people. My degree in nutrition, my degree in health science, never focus on how to coach people. And most programs out there are exactly the same way. I had to learn. This is probably my number one lesson is learning to work with people in a coaching format. That's why our mentorship program, guess what we do the first month? Coaching. We don't go anywhere. We don't even learn intuitive eating in the six-month mentorship program until we've learned coaching. Fifth learning. Create goals and apply consistent action. Showing up consistently online, day in and day out, will make your business successful or not successful if you don't show up. You got to take one action daily in your business at bare minimum. And this is difficult for first-time entrepreneur. When you work in the corporate world or in you work in any environment where you have someone above you pushing you all the time, that can be difficult, especially if your mindset is not good. We'll leave it at good. Again, that's why we teach coaching in our mentorship program from the get-go, because our student, our mentees will use these techniques to coach themselves into action in their business. That's why my girls, I call them my girls, they're so successful is because they have the art of coaching themselves and coaching their client down freaking path. And the fourth month in the six month mentorship program, most of them have their program created and out into the world. Learn how to manage your mind, learn how to coach yourself and take action daily. My second biggest lesson or the sixth tip, asking for help is okay. Your client are asking you for help, you need to ask for help. That was my second biggest lesson because I was extremely familiar into the world of building a local business, like building buildings, creating the clinic, marketing locally. I had that down pat. When it came to the world of internet marketing, I had no clue. And at first, I was too proud to ask for help and I failed. The first year of my business online wasn't pretty. I went out and hired people and asked for help and made connection. That's when my business became successful because I asked for help. And do the same thing for you, please. Seventh, use technology so you can maximize your time being a coach. Technology can help. 
But don't forget that coaching is what your business is about. So instead of, and I see that too often, spending hours in the day behind your computer trying to find the right app and the right software and the right landing page and no, 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 no. Go to someone that knows what they're doing, take their advice, implement it, be done with it, and then go back to working with people. Don't be a slave of technology because that will prevent you from actually doing good into the world. Number eight and my third biggest lesson, trying to be everything to everyone is straight road to failure. Pick a niche. Even in the intuitive eating non-diet world, pick a niche and become the world expert at it. My niche right now, when you look at my business, is professional training or high-level coaching. The way that I speak, the way that I present intuitive eating, the amount of training and hours that I've spent put me into a place where I speak at a very high level and connect with a certain type of women client and I connect extremely well with other professionals. That's my niche. What is yours? Are you trying to teach intuitive eating to everybody? It's not going to work. In our mentorship program, second month, we spent an entire month figuring out who is the right niche and the right fit for you. And then you build a program specifically for those people. We have a specialist in type 1 diabetes. We have a specialist for mom and family intuitive eating. We have a specialist for black women. We have a specialist for menopausal women. Get down to a very narrow niche. Number nine, growing a business is hell not linear. Oh, that was hard. There will be more down than up. It's the opposite. Successful business don't happen overnight. Be patient. It takes time. Have a side gig if you have to, to get you through the first couple years where your business is not running yet at full term. Find a way of releasing the pressure financially so you can let your business grow. And even when it peaks, there's going to be a ton of down, a ton of things that don't work, hell more than things that work. You have to be able to manage your mind through this. Number 10, reinvest in your business. That was a big one for me. As the non-diet business online was growing and growing and growing, I could take the profit out of it and go and enjoy it in my, quote, real life. But every profit that I make in my business, still to this point, I pay myself a salary, then I reinvest in growing further up and reaching more people and getting my message to a broader number of people. Reinvest in your business. Number 11, how to grow a health non-diet business. It's very, very, very simple. Create a product, 
create a coaching package, put it out into the world and show it to people. That's it. That's as simple as that. People ask me like, how am I going to get money? That's how. You're going to create a coaching package. You're going to put it into the world on social media, on the internet, on conferences, however you're going to put it out to the world. People are going to buy it. You're going to earn money. You're going to change their life. And that's it. That's as simple as that. You don't need 15 different things. One product and sell the heck out of it. Number 12, treat your business like a business. And, and partly that was my fourth biggest lesson because when I came to the world of online business, my mind wasn't quite wrapped around the fact that I didn't have to dress up to go to work anymore. I didn't have to show up at the office. I didn't have a line of customer from nine to five and patient one after the other. I didn't have like people coming in and buying supplement. Like it was a different business. And to be honest, the first few years, I didn't treat it like a business. Like I didn't show up at my desk for eight hours a day. I scheduled appointments during the day to go to the dentist and go for coffee and go for meal with this one. I ended up not showing up in my business seriously. And that was part of the reason why I wasn't growing the way that I want to. So treat your business like a business, time block your schedule, show up behind your desk sitting in an ergonomic chair, not on the couch all day long, having neck and back problem and being uncomfortable, like treat your business like a business. Yes, there is a heck of a lot more freedom when you work online instead of a clinic. However, you need the discipline to still show up in your business like the business owner. Now, a lot of my transition for me to like get to treat my business like a business was learning how to coach myself, what I call self-coaching. That was the turning point for me where I could put myself restriction and constraint on my schedule, show up to work, be happy about it and have fun doing it while being free all these other hours of the day to do what I wanted. The last tip that I have for you today, be unapologetically you. Be you and show up in the world as you. Don't copy other non-diet coach. Don't copy what they're doing. Don't copy the word they're using on your website. Don't copy their program. Be you. Create your own shit. Your client want to work with you. People are attracted to you because you are you. And if you try to be anyone else, no one will be attracted to you. That's what I was telling you earlier about my own niche right now. I'm being me. This is where I am right now at my own 
study of the non-diet approach, my own study of business. Like I've got, I said in the beginning, I've got 25 years of business. Like I get business like no one else probably listening to this podcast. So I speak about it differently. I've been studying the non-diet approach for six years. Heck yes, I talk about it and I'm differently than someone who's just starting. So I attract people like me. You listening to this podcast, right? Your game is further than your client. So you're attracted to me. You will attract the people that are the right fit for you only if you are you. And I want to talk specifically to my professional that are listening right now that are in non-conforming body. Okay. However you see your body, I'll call it non-conforming, could be a fat body. I know the stigma around being a health expert in a fat body, a non-conforming body. And I know how terrifying it is for you to put you your unapologetic you out into the world and claiming your space as a health expert in a non-conforming body. But trust me, doing that, claiming your space, putting yourself out into the world will make you uber successful because there is billions of women in bodies like yours waiting for you to show up almost daily. I don't want to say daily because that would be a lie, but almost daily. I get emails from women saying, oh my God, finally, someone that looks like me. They want to work with me because of my body and because of how I show up into the world. So please, if that's you, show up as you. Granted, you will need to do your own mindset work around your body as a health professional. We have a whole show on that coming up in this season for you, but show up as you. And no matter which size or shape your body is in, show up as you. Stop copying people and be you. So these were my 13 biggest learning of launching a non-diet business my biggest lesson that I had to learn for myself and that I hope that by sharing with you, I will fast track you in your own success in your business. If you want some help, if you want to know more about the non-diet approach or how to transition your business, we do have a resource center. The link for that will be in the show notes. Or if you go to my website, stephaniedodzie.com slash professional, right there, you will see a resource center. We have podcast episodes, we have webinar, we have intake forms. A lot of professional are actually taking my intake form and intaking themselves. And they're realizing the work that they need to do on their own relationship to food and body before they can help others. So go get that starter pack, that intake form package and put yourself through it and see where you're at. We have a webinar coming up on October the 29th 
on Thursday, October the 28th. It's going to be live with me. It's called How to Teach Nutrition Without Promoting Diet Culture. If you can't attend live or you're listening to this podcast after, it will be available on replay in our resource center on my website. You'll be able to watch the replay. There's two more webinars coming up in the month of November. So go and register for them again, all in the resource center. And if you are interested in working with me within the constraint of our non-diet mentorship program for women health practitioner, well, I'm recording this, to be honest with you, on Sunday, October the 25th. Tomorrow, our email goes out to our waitlist. And right now we are at 400% capacity on the, <laughs> the waitlist. So I don't know how this is going to turn out. There may be no spot left by the time we open to the public, but maybe there will be. Go again and put in your application. As long as the application is on the website, that means the program is open. Go and put in your application. If you're listening to this after, put yourself on the wait list for the next cohort in June of 2021. It's by application, as I said earlier. So what we do is you apply. We select you to go through the consultation. And then we have a consultation with me, one-on-one, to make sure that we're the right fit. And then you pay the fee and then you get into the program. Awesome. The next podcast next Tuesday will be about building confidence as a non-diet coach. Three step to build confidence as a non-diet coach. I love you, sister, and I look forward to hang out with you on the next podcast.